Hi, welcome back. I'm here with Christy Schiller. Oh, I love being here. This I love wild being... horses couldn't have dragged me away. You know what? You are the sweetest friend. I started out in radio, and I have to tell you, I just got goosebumps walking in the station and seeing Bobby and Doug Harris. And yeah. It was like old home week. It's fun. It's fun coming in here. And I love those guys, too. Bobby Slam, Duncan. Other, <laughs> There's two ways to say hi to Bobby. One is in the Whitney Houston style, which is Bobby! 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 And the other one is Bobby Slam, Duncan. Um, it's so great to have you here. Oh, I love being here. You do so much good for so many. You're, you know, you really are a very selfless person. You spend your entire day, night, around the clock when you're not looking after the doodle. The doodle. The doodle. And John. And Jojo. Oh, my Jojo. God. Hot mess. Talk about Carmen Del... Dead on the feet, Jay. Yes. You know, Jojo just turned 83. Three. I know. I wish yes. her happy birthday. And happy birthday again, Jojo Haas. She is sass personified. And she's got no filter. Well, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. And let's hope Sinclair follows right in your two footsteps. She's a mess. It's... She'll have a great life if she does. <laughs> She'll have great friends who really love her. Like we all love you. And Canines for Cops, there's an event coming up September 15th, 15th at Texas A&M. Yes, in College Station at Redder Theater. And anybody that knows online, if you're on Facebook, you probably have seen the videos of Chad Prather. And he, comedian. Comedian. And I think CMT um, Station has named him like Entertainer of the Year, and I'm going to get it wrong, but like five, seven years that he's out row. there. And he's kind of a pundit. I guess you, uh -huh. you know, and um, gets paid to have an opinion. And he does these Facebook Live rants, and they're about two, three minute long, and just what's wrong with our country, just life in general. And you can go to watchchad.com and okay. see him. He's, he's an adorable guy. Doing that. Kind of about the South and, you know, just bringing that whole Molly Ivins thing back. Ugh, perfect. Just loved her. Me too. So he is coming in to do a comedy show with um, a guy he's touring with, Steve Mudflap McGrew. <laughs> I want a name like that. How cool is that? And so you can go online to caninesforcops.org uh, and get your tickets there. But it will sell out. Oh, for so, sure. So, yeah. In fact, I think we're pretty close to selling out right now. Well, but, hang on. I, there, I, I want I want a six ticket. I want that six ticket thing that oh, you have okay. here. Because um, they will be highly entertaining. Yes. And let's just tell everybody quickly about Canines for Cops, which you founded. I did. I founded it uh, a little over six years ago. And I saw in the news that um, there was a dog that was killed in line of duty saving his handler. And I just wanted to give a dog anonymously didn't want anybody to know my name. Mm -hmm. And I was told that I couldn't do that. That you cannot, uh, you can give money to a police department, but you can't decide where the money goes. Because right. if that were the case, everybody giving $20 would say it only goes to front left tires, something random. So I was a little discouraged. And somebody high up in politics said, find a charity that gives police dogs and just give one in that officer's name. Mm -hmm. hmm. So I started looking and looking. Three or four days went by, and now I'm hyper-focused on it. I can't find a charity that does it. Wow. Okay. And I 
um, Judge Robert Eccles here in Harris County, former county judge, is the president of my board. And I called him and I said, there isn't one. He said, are you sure? Mm-hmm. And I said, I have to start one. Right. That voice has come down <laughs> from above and said, you need to do this. This yeah. is your calling. And I didn't come from a family of law enforcement. I mean, I loved dogs. But I and this was prior to law enforcement getting such a bad rap mm-hmm. and which couldn't have come at a better time. I mean, sure. canines for cops organization. And right. you know, we're now in um, 40 states, Paris, France and West Africa. Absolutely incredible. And we've given 180 dogs. Oh, my God. And they're like 40000 bucks a piece, Well, right? they can go. They vary anywhere from 10000 And we've had some that cost on up to 40000 that do highly specialized, you know, uh, bomb search work. Mm-hmm. And th- the look on these officers' faces that knowing that somebody doesn't – that doesn't know them mm-hmm. cares. Right. That goes out and pounds the pavement and asks for more money. Right. And, you know, I at the time I did what every trophy wife was supposed to do. I sat on a dozen <laughs> boards of the arts. I have nothing against the arts. I love them. Um, but I will never be a ballerina. I'll never <laughs> be that skinny. And, you know, I see people write families that write millions of dollars worth of checks mm-hmm. to the museums and the arts. And sure. that's wonderful. Yeah. But how do we get from our home to the museum safely? Mm-hmm. Thank an officer. And they're canine. In yeah, some and cases. they're canine. And so I, I was pretty proud because the first dogs I gave was here to the Harris County Sheriff's Department mm-hmm. in Houston. And they had five dogs, and three or four of those were on the tail end, ready to retire. Okay. Uh, you know, eight years old and up. Uh-huh. Okay. And they said if we could just get three or four more dogs to replace them. Well, what are we? Are five and a half million people? Yeah. And. You've got like a dog per million people, and they're not all working in the same shift. To date, we've given them over 30 dogs. Oh, my God. That's incredible. But the most important thing is we have taken over $250 million in contraband off the street. Wow. So I created a software program that monitors every 90 days that officer puts in his stats. So if you're a donor... If you give, if you give a dog or you give ten dogs, uh, you get a report like a report card, and this is the impact that your dogs made in your community. Oh, you're from Akron, Ohio. Let me tell you about the dog that you gave and that you named from there, and then he's taken seven point six million off the street the past ninety days. Fantastic. And so people see the impact that they're making, right? Just directly. And it's just, I I can't say enough amazing things about, I call them, you know, my officers, but just, I feel kind of sometimes, I feel like the crazy den mother. And then sometimes, you know, I'm overwhelmed with pride and joy and tears. And then sometimes I feel like Heidi Fleiss working a weekend at the Hamptons. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) It's just, it's just chaos everywhere. Everybody, you know, when I first started, I could have given a pink poodle. And people, departments were so desperate. They're like, yes, we're mm-hmm. dying for a pink poodle. And then you have some <laughs> departments that say, I wanted the dog with one floppy ear and the black stripe around his eye. And, okay. And, I mean, we send them to training. Sure. We keep up this their training. This is where the big bucks come in. 
Yes, right? absolutely. Because you're normally, I mean, most of the And we're do- all privately funded. Right. So anybody that wants to donate, it's K9S4Cops.org. K9S4Cops.donate. Backslash donate. And put, we can put us in your will. We've had people leave us their homes. Wow. When they pass away. Mm-hmm. Um, That's crazy. I mean, we've had, you know, people that have written astronomical checks that say, I want no recognition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, right. I just. It's, there are a lot of people in Houston that give that way. Yes. Houston is a, a meritocracy that it's wonderful because you really don't have to have your name on the side of a building if you want to be a philanthropist. That's right. And they will embrace you. That's right. Versus, let's say, towns north of here, <laughs> or really way north. Whoops. Really way north where the Fulton Fish Market's located. It's very hard to break into philanthropy. Will, yeah, New York, forget it. Yeah. You have to be forget ready to about write. It. Forget about it. You have to be ready to write some serious checks. Right. Speaking of the Fulton Fish Market, I love that you found this news story. This is so cool. Well, how many years did you live in New York? Uh, 27? Oh, a lot, a lot. I lived there briefly, and I just have to tell you, though, and I love it when I go back. Um, I probably wasn't introduced to it the right way. I got very homesick right away. And yeah, you do. It was hard. Especially in the winter. <laughs> yeah, I was in You're the like, winter. You're like, why did I come here again? Yeah, it's freezing. I don't know anybody. Right. Um, but for anybody that but, doesn't know, the Fulton Fish Market is a famed institution. Oh, yes. It's I would say all the, fish people eat. the Statue of Liberty and the Fulton Fish Market have about the same if you're a New Yorker. Oh, definitely. Yes. And the Fulton Fish Market, going back to Anthony Scaramucci. The mooch. You know, it's, all, it's, it's, it's like it's, it's the old Italian families. Right. Right. People like but the immigrants, all the, the great. New York restaurants, um, you know, Scottos, the Cipriani's, everybody, they oh, yes. all get their, you know, the, the fish truck goes around. And you see mm-hmm. the air-conditioned on ice trucks. Yep. And, you know, you see fish on the back. So if they ever break down, people know to you know, yeah. stay away. But you'll exactly. see them going through Manhattan, and it's just literally iced down. And they can go to the back of those trucks and say, okay, I want that grouper, that, one, right. that red. Exactly. You know, that cobia, that amberjack. Well, this business, this is in the news because um, it's now gone digital. Which is, well, it should. And, you know, it's old families. It's old business, old school. People like Salvatore, the calamari kid, Ruggiero, (laughs) and Robert De Gregorio, a.k.a. Bobby Tuna. But now those boys have gotten hip. And when in reading this article, this will open your eyes to where and how fresh the fish you are consuming anywhere in the world. See, I'm a huge seafood snob because my father started out. He was a fisherman. Really? And so, yes, I grew up on a shipyard. Christy, where did you find this story? Um, Fisherman's Children daily? of <laughs> shipyard chat group i mean i don't know we have to to find it because you guys it's it's worth reading because it's a business usa today no new york post new york post Post. it's a business that's so global because everywhere everyone in the world eats fish seafood but when you realize how 
concentrated the places are it comes from. And one thing I didn't really, really totally dial in is how much of the fish at the fish market in New York is from New York. Oh, yeah. Now, here's another problem that we are going to have to face, and that is Fukushima, because I am told that everything in the Pacific is toxic from the radiation. Well, it ain't from drilling, because they won't let us drill over there. Right. (laughs) But that's another whole thing that's really scary, and I see these reports and these pictures of fish that are very deformed and mutated and frightening looking but the mercury levels are one thing right that's been something that people have talked about for a long time not to eat so much sushi that you end up with mercury poisoning which can kill you but um deep fry it like we do in the south thank you that's just going to clog your arteries fry it or barbecue it (laughs) (laughs) right um and I have a friend, Mike Bloom, who eats sushi every single day. And I tell I him all the time, flow. you are going to have mercury poisoning or your body is going to be racked with worms because that's another thing that can happen. And he just says, thank you. I, are you joining me at Sozu or not? I'm like, not. <laughs> what is his favorite sushi restaurant? Sozu in uh, Boulevard Place. Oh. It's good. I've been a couple of times. It's really good. They have a they make a mean Tito's on the rocks, let me tell you. <laughs> because if you're going to get check that out. sushi down this gullet, there has to be a whole lot of vodka to get get there and then to make it happen. You know, that's a Texan I'm proud of. Thank Tito you. beverage. Thank you. Yes. I mean, what a name. Kind of like Richard Flowers. You know, you're destined right? to be an event planner. Right. Tito Beverage. Right. Richard Flowers, destined to be an event planner. Exactly. Right. But Tito Beverage. And he and has taken that brand. That is his last, name, that is his last name. I know. How insane. He started out in the oil business. And after the crash in the 80s, mm-hmm. he said, I'm going to go and do something totally different. <laughs> and he started. Of course, it seems like he came on overnight. Right. But, you know, his brand, I don't care where you go if it's, you know, it's global. Thank God, because it's my favorite. That and Titanium Tequila, my two favorite brands. I don't know Titanium. Well, I'm going to make sure we fix that. <laughs> That's owned by a Houstonian named Robert Tiarina. Oh, I do know Titanium Tequila. Okay. Robert Tiarina is yes. adorable. He is so great. And you know, if if Te- Mr. Beverage is listening, mm-hmm. he is a big supporter of dogs. Okay. I, we would love to have him be the official vodka of Canines for Cops. Yes. I was very excited because Arctic came on board and supports Canines for Cops. And they have come on tremendously. And they have been such an amazing resource for us this past year. And they just came to one of our dog graduations mm-hmm. and got to know the officers. They got to name dogs and, you know, now made it comfortable. They built that beautiful new um office complex out on 290 uh-huh. in cyprus the big rtic you can't oh, miss right. it sure and but they were like we're canine law enforcement friendly everybody come by and you know i just i love that you can get anybody to do anything well, you can i just need anybody to do anything with a check in their hand <laughs> well yes <laughs> if you drink or, enough tito's or enough titanium, titanium vodka right. <laughs> i'm sure robert t arena will sponsor you Oh, I'd love He's that. He's a great guy. Well, I know where I'm going to be 
September 15th. You're coming to stay at my ranch. Can I? Yes. Okay, you, you're my witness as that was a bona fide invitation. Yes, bona fide. Because I'm coming September 15th. JoJo's going to be so excited. I'm excited. Texas A&M University's Rudder Theater in College Station, a night of laughter. We need that. Our Chad country needs that right Prather. now. Yeah, Prather. Prather. And Steve Mudflap Mc, McGrew. McGrew. Okay, that name alone. I'm super curious. <laughs> Canines for Cops benefiting. And yeah, also Canines for Kids. I mean, you do Canines the school program, too. Which it is, is. You know, when school's starting this month, we will officially, I guess it's been almost four years that that's been, um, that I came up with that idea. And it is an initiative of Canines for Cops, mm-hmm. and it's Dogs in Schools. And it is an extra layer between keeping the drugs out, active shooters, guns, explosives. And, you know, somebody told me that will never fly, that won't work. What if a child's allergic to a dog? Well, they're not laying down with them. They right. have a handler and they're walking through. And I said, well, what if a child's allergic to shrapnel? I don't know anybody that's not allergic to shrapnel. Ooh, you took it there, didn't you? And we are proud to say that we have just surpassed over a million kids that we're protecting when school starts back this week. Oh, congratulations. That's really amazing. Wow. I have a, an assignment for one of your top canines. Including Texas A&M. Texas A&M is one of my campuses that we protect. And, and Los Angeles. Does Reveille, does Reveille have her own canine protection squad? She should have her own detail. She should. Um, she has those core boys I that know it. follow around. And you know, if Reveille barks in class, class is dismissed. Who's trying to make her bark throughout the whole <laughs> I'm day? Sure. I'm sure. Everybody. Right. But I didn't know if that was true or not. And I asked John Sharp, and he said, absolutely true. If Reveille barks in class, because she goes, her handler her, right. takes her. And if and if she <laughs> barks in class, class is dismissed. That is fantastic. I didn't know that. You know, A&M is, is chock full traditions. of traditions. It's true. And I, I love that. I love that. I have have a bunch of Aggies in my family. You do? Yeah. Um, and one of the I would like to assign a canine um, cop to go bite Kim Jong Un in the ass. Yeah, how about that? He's apparently disappeared now again for a couple of weeks, and he does that when he thinks something's bad, something bad's going to happen. Look, I think he's <laughs> not as dumb as he looks. No, because of that haircut, but. <laughs> Obviously, he doesn't have Frederick Fakai or anybody on speed dial. But I think he's grandstanding. Yeah. And he never said that he would take down Guam. Right. He said, if y'all start it, that's where we'll start. And you know what I always say? Like Candy Burris. We (laughs) don't start none, won't be none. We don't started, start it if you can't finish. That's right. We started some on here today, but always just remember our dear friends out there. We are coming from love, and we just try to be. We're just friends sitting around. Chitting and chatting. I want some of that tequila now. I know. Me too. Sipping it. We should go have some for lunch. Let's do it. Guys, thanks for listening. Libby, I miss you. Libby. And we I'll, love you. We do love you. And um, Libby's back next week, guys. So, uh, She's coming back all kind of rested, and we'll see you then.